Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Yukon Internal Medicine Ambulatory Podcast Series. I'm Megan Snuckle, one of the Chief Medical Residents at the University of Connecticut. In this podcast, we spend the next five minutes highlighting the treatment of type 2 diabetes mellitus in adults with oral and non-insulin injectables. Our goal for today is to summarize the initial and subsequent pharmacotherapy for type 2 diabetes, important contraindications for medications, and what factors to consider when choosing medications. First, let's discuss the initial therapy. Of course, with newly diagnosed diabetes, we should first have a comprehensive educational program for our patients, including nutrition, helping with eating patterns, improving physical activity, optimizing metabolic control, and how to prevent complications. The initial medication to be used is metformin. This is a grade 2B recommendation. Metformin is a biguanide that inhibits hepatic gluconeogenesis, increases glycolysis, and increases glucose peripheral uptake. This medication can be inexpensive, it helps with weight loss, and may reduce cardiovascular events and death in patients with type 2 diabetes. Some side effects to discuss with your patients include GI symptoms. This is rather common. This includes diarrhea, bloating, abdominal cramping, and usually is dose dependent. So you can start your patient on a low dose and up titrate as tolerated. Metformin should be discontinued in all patients with GFR less than 30 and should not be chosen as an initial therapy if the GFR is less than 45. This is because the medication is renally cleared and the buildup can cause a lactic acidosis. Number two, moving on. So let's discuss the options we have for our patients besides metformin and what to consider when deciding. So first are sulfonylureas such as glipizide or glipiramide. These medications work on the pancreatic beta cell membrane leading to insulin release. These are oral medications, relatively inexpensive, and effectively lower our patient's A1C by about 1.25%. However, they should be avoided in renal dysfunction, can cause hypoglycemia, and also promote weight gain, average between 2 and 5 pounds with initiating this medication. Next are GLP-1 receptor agonists such as dulaglutide, liraglutide, and semaglutide. These are incretin mimetics, which increase postprandial insulin release and inhibit glucagon release. They not only assist with glycemic control, but also help with reducing hunger, increasing satiety, which promote weight loss. DPP-4 inhibitors, such as cetagliptin and lenagliptin, work by degrading incretin GLP-1. Both GLP-1 receptor agonists and SGLT2 inhibitors have demonstrated cardiorenal benefit and should be considered for patients with cardiorenal comorbidities. SGLT2 inhibitors are proven to reduce CKD progression in patients with kidney disease secondary to diabetes and with GFR greater than 30. As a general rule, patients with an initial HbA1c of less than 7.5 are started on monotherapy, while patients with initial HbA1c between 7.5 and 9 are started on dual or triple therapy. And lastly, patients with initial hemoglobin A1c greater than 9 with symptoms of hyperglycemia are generally started on insulin plus additional agents. Thank you for listening. We will see you in our next episode. Please follow our podcast in Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts so we know you're listening and love it. Bye!